Good afternoon and welcome to the podcast. We're excited today to welcome Chris Avery into the office and excited to have you with us, Chris, and looking forward to a nice conversation this afternoon. Thank you, Dr. Weaver. I'm excited to be here as well. Good. We, uh, we have some work to do right off the bat, though. Uh, I know that you are aware we have been trying to find a name for the podcast over the last oh, yes, uh, week or so. <laughs> and uh, we sent out a nice email and got narrowed it down to the top three. There was a Twitter poll that ended at noon today, and uh, I'm sure you voted. Oh, of course. And uh, do, you, do you remember what you voted for? I voted for what's in the cup. And that means you voted for the winner. Uh, That's right. <laughs> a feeling <laughs> so we are excited to announce that the the new name for the podcast is the what's in the cup podcast and uh, I think that's kind of hilarious um, and I'm it's fitting <laughs> you know it is and it's it's fun for me and I and I tell you I I get that's probably the question I get asked more than any other as I walk around campus people ask me what what is in the just, cup just and wait so, till after this podcast yeah. next week that's right <laughs> so we're gonna we're gonna use that as our uh, fun little name and uh, you kind of have to be in the family to know what it means <laughs> and uh, that makes it even funnier to me as far as I'm concerned uh, but we'll also use that as a way to uh, get people to participate with us. So if they want to send us a question or a topic that they would like for, for us to cover in the podcast, uh, we'll have a cup out on the, on the desk here in my office. And if they want to come by and drop it in the cup, uh, then every week we'll just pull out what's in the cup and we'll see ironic. what we're talking about. Ironic so. indeed. <laughs> yeah, so I hope that'll be fun. And, and I encourage anybody uh, that is interested in listening and wants to, uh, to have a topic covered, uh, they'll send me a note. Uh, we'll certainly do that. But uh, today, uh, what's in the cup is uh, Diet Coke this afternoon. Just trying to get through the afternoon. Diet? Uh, Come on, Dr. Yeah, I know, but <laughs> uh, I switched to diet a couple years ago and... Once you once you get through the transition, uh, you can't drink regular Coke anymore. It's I just guess. incredibly sweet. And I, I'm about to say you look like so, a healthy man yourself. Yeah, so I'm, I don't know you need diet. Well, <laughs> I said, where are you losing all the weight from? <laughs> <laughs> it's not from the soda. I can, I can promise you that. All right. So we thank everybody for their participation in our naming, uh, and we're excited to be able to to share that with everybody. All right, we like to get started every week with the uh, number one thing that we like to focus on here at the university, and that's student success. Uh, tomorrow is a very, very important day on campus. We've been talking about it for a couple of weeks, but it's preview day. And we have nearly 300 students and their families signed up to come and take a look at Georgia Southwestern tomorrow. And that is um, not the highest number we've ever had, but it's 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 close. It's, it's still big nonetheless. I remember when I was a senior in high school, I came down to preview day and it was one of the most exciting things I've ever done for GSW. Just seeing all those people around is just getting to know each other and getting to know the orgs, it was great. You know, in that, it, it's really interesting that your perspective on that is that it was really exciting. Yes, it was. Because we, I think a lot of times we don't understand or, or appreciate how exciting it is for the students who are coming to college. And, you know, I think sometimes they're with their families or with their parents or with their brothers that and sisters. Mom, yep. <laughs> and sometimes we see the students are a little uh, shy. At first I was, but then 
of course when you the more you talk to them the more it's like they open up to you and explain to because they're, they're trying to recruit you no matter what so mm-hmm. as soon as you get in there they're like hey come over here it's like oh it's like oh no more people <laughs> it, the more you get into it the more it's really fun it is and that and, and that's what i want our folks to understand is that when these students are coming they are they're they're blood is boiling they're just so excited they're and they want to be they want to be excited and they want to be proud of their school and they want to think this is the place for them mm-hmm. and uh, we need to we need to embrace their enthusiasm and their excitement even sometimes when they're not showing it we got to know that it's there and it's a big deal for them and yeah. uh, it might be another day for us or just another preview day that you know we've done this 30 times and but for them this is a big deal in their life, and uh, this is an opportunity for us to so really... a little chapter in the, the storybook of GSW. That's right. I think one of my problems here on campus is I do too much, like, orgs, like, joining too many orgs. Yeah. Couldn't stop that because I love helping GSW, so... Wow. We, we do appreciate your help, and, and uh, I know you've worked on, on the orientation uh, teams and with our uh, preview days and storm days, and... and uh, being somebody who helps bring in new students is a really special deal and uh, a little later on we're going to talk uh, specifically about some of your experiences <laughs> here and people will get to to know you a little bit more but um, preview days coming up very exciting um, and and here's some better news as we continue to talk about enrollment uh, our semester to semester retention rate we get it we're starting to see our final enrollment numbers come in we talk about this every week uh, our, our spring to spring enrollment is going to be down uh, about one percent that's still we've said this the last couple of weeks we were expecting to be down about four percent so the fact that we're only down one percent is a real positive and and number one reason why is our semester to semester retention is at 91 percent Last semester, it was at 85%. The last year, it was at 85%. So we've seen a 6% increase in the number of freshmen that came in the fall that stayed to and are now still with us here in the spring semester. So the work that we are doing with first-year experience, with, uh, with our storm spotters, uh, changing the University 1000, uh, really being engaged with students and making sure that they're finding their way sooner and connecting with people on campus is really starting to work. So we're it excited is. about that. I'm very excited about that too because I can see the change. I can see the culture. Like I remember my freshman year, I was just talking to my teammates on soccer, and then like later on, it's just, we were talking about plans of, hey, I want to stay for all four years, and then it's slowly but surely we start to change that mindset. And then when you look back on as a senior now, it's just like wow, it's like now it's just only four of us left that are seniors. And then when I first think of that moment, we were freshmen, three left off the bat the next semester so but now I'm starting to see more students to stay at GSW and trying to stay on campus more and just trying to help out as well and that is a big culture change and it, it takes is. work it takes uh, unfortunately it takes some patience and some and some commitment and it's nice to see uh, a lot of folks on campus uh, believing in that it's important but also understanding that it's going to take a lot of work on our behalf and it's going to take our uh, commitment to making sure that happens so um, so as we as we look ahead to next spring or next fall one of the things that we want to uh, make sure that all of our students are aware of is that the FAFSA uh, process is open so uh, you can uh, you can right now start applying uh, and filling out your FAFSA for next year. I know you're going to graduate, so maybe no, you don't need the I FAFSA got, anymore. Can't do it no more. <laughs> but uh, now, and this used to be a, a, a difficult thing because you you had to file your insurance for the previous year before you could do your yeah, FAFSA. Yeah, it's a stressful process. But now we use we use 
prior prior year so students will be able to use their 2017 uh, income tax return to fill out the FAFSA so there's no need to wait until you fill till you've turned in your taxes for this year uh, or in April when you when we turn them in uh, the 18 you can use your 2017 so it, it's open and the federal uh, government has made it so that you can do an automatic download of your 2017 wow. uh, return. So it should be uh, as simple as push a button. It loads all the information into the form. You check it and you say, and you submit it. So there's no reason why students <laughs> can't go ahead and get on this and get it done. Uh, the earlier you do it, the better, the yeah. better. And uh, the people that come to us uh, on August uh, 12th, you know, the day before classes start and say, uh, oh, I need some money. <laughs> and we say, have you filled out your FAFSA? And they haven't done it yet. They're the ones that are in big trouble yes, they uh, are. from a timing standpoint. So we want to make sure that. And there's um, always the popping days too as well, just to help you out. The popping days of FAFSA. Because I remember when I was, one time when I was in my FAFSA, I was like, oh no, I'm stressing out. And then it's like, oh, bag of popcorn. I just grabbed it and started eating while doing my FAFSA. So it was pretty cool. It was just like nice little stress relief. I, I've heard about those. I haven't seen one. I need to go check it out. But I know yeah, they've got one coming up. candy, because the last time it was around the holiday, oh, Halloween, sorry. Oh, yeah. And then it was just like, they have snacks, drinks. It was really great. They Good. try to make it a, like, less stressful every time uh, well and filling out the FAFSA can be stressful I, I've yes, had three boys go to college <laughs> and you know I, I've worked in higher education you know almost 30 years and you think you know everything about it when you've worked in it that long but the first time you sit down to fill out a FAFSA you think you're an idiot I mean it's just <laughs> it's a it's a difficult confusing um frustrating process and it so is. it's nice that we uh, have those opportunities to try to de-stress it a little bit make sure people get it done right uh, but we're uh, we want to encourage people to go ahead and get that done there's no no reason to wait nope. go ahead and get it done get and, it done get it done makes the process a lot better uh, we've we've been out recruiting this uh, this week we've been to uh, uh, Taylor County High School we went to Marion County uh, High School and I had a great time to visit with some of the students and we think we'll see a lot of them at preview day. Awesome. Been talking a lot about the Southwestern Promise scholarships and, um, and we're really excited. So where was that when I was here? I'm joking. Well, <laughs> I know that's, uh, that's one of the things that uh, happens when you, you know, when you get Too older, old, right? you, uh, you realize that, uh, you know, I'm a, I'm a, uh, I have direct TV at my house and I've had direct TV, I don't know, five or six, seven years now. And every time they come out on TV and they say, hey, if you get direct TV, we'll cut $100 off your bill or something like that. Mm. So I call them up and I say, hey, I want $100 off my bill. And they say, sorry, you're already a customer. And I say, well, wait a second. Why does that not? Can I should I, get on them. They can say, I drop the school and then come back and try to get yeah, the, they the scholarship? Won't do, they won't do that for you. So, so you'll, you'll find out in life that a lot of times people do things to try to attract business and to their current and customers. Working, it just doesn't can, apply. It's a lot of students yeah. coming to GSW. Well, we hope it works. We hope it works. One, uh, one other announcement uh, that I, I think some people on campus will find interesting. Uh, many of you know that we completed the uh, salary study and uh, we were wrapping up the details of that and, and finalizing that report. It is, it is now complete. The final report is, is, is done. We have it here at the university. And in order to make it as public as possible, that will be on uh, loan in the uh, library. So anybody that's interested can go by the library and take a look at it. 
And it's also available in uh, the HR office. And we encourage anybody that has a, a concern or, or would just like to see the data that they can go by either to the HR office or to the library, Let take a look. Stats. <laughs> and uh, there's lots of, lots of numbers, uh, but obviously uh, people's salary is important and they wanna, uh, everybody wants to get a sense of, uh, of, the, of the distribution uh, and how we, how we fare compared to other schools around the country and around our region. And uh, there's certainly no uh, effort at the institution to keep this information private. It's meant to be uh, publicly shared across campus. And so uh, we want to make sure that that's available. So anybody that would like to can certainly go over and uh, take a look at that. All right, Chris, uh, let's let's take a minute here and talk a little bit about uh, about you. I know uh -oh. that uh, you, <laughs> I know that you were a member of our soccer team yes, uh, for four years, and I've certainly enjoyed the last two years getting to see you play and uh, a terrific player uh, and a lot of fun to watch. But tell me a little bit more. Where did you Where did you come from? Where were you before you came to Georgia Southwestern? The origin story. I love yeah. it. Um, <laughs> well, I came from a small like city called Tyrone, Georgia. And my club was fit. Uh, I was in fit, and the club was AFC Lightning. And I bounced around from uh, AFC Lightning to SSA. And then I went to uh, school at Sandy Creek and also played soccer for them as well. And so then when I had a chance to go to Florida for a Disney showcase, I saw Coach Russ. And of course, you know how he was. Uh, I was like, oh, Coach Russ, how you doing? He just, you know how short he is. And, just gave me the spill about the school, and then as soon as I came to the school, I kind of fell in love. I love the small campus, so it was great. Good. Okay. So, um, you played soccer in high school. Did you do anything else in soccer? Were you a student body president? Were you uh, involved in other organizations? You'd be surprised, but I was only soccer, and I was in the ecology club. Ecology club. And I was in the marching band. Okay. <laughs> All right. Now we're making some progress. All right. So now when you came to the university, uh, I know that you've, you've done a lot more than soccer. What are some of the other things you've been involved in here at Georgia Southwestern? Of well, the phones right beside me. I'm a RA, so there's that. GSW Marshall's great. I love the people I interact with and the uh, alumni that comes back and the sponsors. They're great people. It's really fun to chat with them. Um, National Society of Leadership and Success on campus. Kate Arnold, who is also an SGA, is really doing a great job with that. SGA, of course, with Caitlin Boswell. She's a great president. And I love talking to her and talking to Allie Keener. She's on the Kane Spotlight. She's an interesting person to speak with. And they're both Zetas. Um, what else? I think that's... You're in a fraternity? Yes, of course. Are we allowed to talk about the you, fraternity? Of course we're talking about it. <laughs> Kappa Alpha Psi Fraternity Incorporated. I'd say the best for last, actually. So, yes, and then I have three great... Brothers on campus are helping me right now, just trying to achieve all the things I can do for it. And of course, we have a great alumni, Atlanta Sumter alumni chapter. Just great, great people that to work with. Yeah. So, what do you? You're going to graduate in May. Yes, sir. That's, that's the, the plan. That's the plan. That's, that's the, the plan. plan. We'll right. see. I'm joking. Check, you're going to check your grades. Uh, what's <laughs> What's the discipline? The discipline. Um, my discipline is in communication and media arts. Okay, very so, good. All right, and then what's uh, what's next on the agenda? My next thing on the agenda is to apply for grad school, which is coming up soon. The deadline's coming up, so I need to start studying for that GRE. And uh, I, I plan to apply to Georgia State okay. and discipline in mass communications. Very good. 
Very good. Well, that's a great school. Uh, very different. Yes. From Georgia Southwestern. Yes, it is. Uh, downtown Atlanta. Georgia State has a very, very urban campus. Uh, wow. Totally, totally different. So, well, we wish you the best of luck with that. And as you know, there's a- always a bunch of people here at Georgia Southwestern that are going to be in your corner and willing to uh, provide whatever support you need. Uh, you've been a great representative of our university for um, not just as a, as a student athlete on the field, uh, but certainly in our community and across campus and, and helping other students uh, find their way as well. And so we want to thank you for that. And uh, we, we're not saying goodbye. Oh, yeah, sounds we've got, like it. Don't, we've got don't several more yet. weeks. <laughs> so uh, we want to we want to keep you engaged, and we want to make sure your last semester is a lot of fun. But uh, it's it's a lot of fun having you here, and and uh, hopefully. Uh, one of these days, you'll have your own podcast uh, right. <laughs> doing, you know, much, much better than the What's in the see, Cup See what's podcast. in my cup this time. That's right. <laughs> That's right. So we are uh, glad to have you here and, and uh, like your input to some of these topics that we're talking about. A um, couple of things coming up that I wanted to uh, make sure that we mentioned. The, uh, earlier this week, we went down to Albany uh, Technical College and we signed a, an articulation agreement with Albany Technical College for the long-term care management uh, degree program so that their students can uh, seamlessly transfer into Georgia Southwestern. So it's always good to build up those uh, relationships with our local partners. And uh, then I got in the, uh, an email uh, earlier this week, it came from the Center for Teaching and Learning. And I wanted to uh, just pull out a couple of the things that were of interest. They, the, the, they did a faculty survey and asked faculty, uh, what are some of their development, de- development needs? And I think over 100 faculty members participated. So this is a pretty robust uh, survey. And, and certainly the results, I think, are, are, are uh, information we can, we can believe is, is uh, robust. And the number one thing that they uh, said they wanted some help with was increasing student motivation. Over 73% of our faculty said they'd like some help with developing ways to increase student motivation, which uh, is interesting. And we know that uh, our students need to be motivated. Mm -hmm. And so uh, one of the things that's coming up next week, the Griffin Bell uh, Lectureship Series is going to be featuring uh, Cedric Jennings and Cedric was the uh, was the focus of a book uh, written um, several years ago it's called a hope in the unseen an American odyssey from the inner city to the Ivy League and Cedric was uh, born and raised in uh, Washington DC and went on to graduate from Brown University and Harvard uh, University uh, graduate school and uh and so this book was written really about his struggle and his challenge of not 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 just going but but really understanding that he was capable and being motivated to fight through some of the challenges that he faced here on campus yes so so i think his story 
uh, we didn't get the author. We got the actual subject oh, wow. to come and talk to us. And uh, I think it's going to be really exciting. So I hope some folks uh, across campus will take the opportunity to come and listen to uh, Cedric. And it falls in line with what our faculty have said we need to work on is really finding ways to keep our students motivated. And I know you've uh, certainly probably run into some challenges along the way. Everybody, uh, you know, I run into challenges with my job every day, right? And so you got to stay motivated. Yes, you, gotta you do. Start to believe that I can do do this and we can you know we can make it through so uh tell us tell us a little bit about some of your uh challenges and how you keep yourself motivated as as you now you see the the the, 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 the goal tunnel. at the yes, end right yes, but yes, there I had do. to be times along the way tripping on every way but there there it is i can see it uh what usually like what motivated me was that when i was a freshman when i was in college like my family's very small and i don't have a lot of family members that go to college I'm probably the first male to get this close and to graduate. And so for me, it was just trying to figure out how to get there without being so stressed about the success of doing it. Because in my back of my head, I'm always thinking, oh, can I do this? I don't want to let my parents down. I don't want to let my family down. I have to do this. I have to do this. But it's just more of you have a lot of people in your corner, like you said earlier, and it's just they're, they're here to motivate you. They're there to inspire you to always do better, to always help out. And the more you work on campus, the more you help out on campus, people are there to motivate you. And it's, it's a great feeling to have. And the more you always you participate in, the more people are there to give you knowledge and advice. My mom, freshman year, used to write me cards saying, remember the mission, complete the mission. And they always used to make a joke because they always say that <laughs> they're like Black Hawk 1 and Black Hawk 2. They're always <laughs> flying around me, always just drilling me, they're watching every step I'm taking. And she used to send me those cards and that was used to like always motivate them. And I still have them saved to this day to where I can always look back and say, you know what, I need to remember the mission, I need to complete the mission. That's, you know, that's such an awesome story. And, and uh, not, uh, you know, obviously your mother, is an influence and obviously yes, is behind is. you and she wants you to be successful and and all of us need somebody in our corner and i think some students come to the university and don't always have somebody and and we as an institution really need to identify who needs that little extra help uh, we should be helping everybody and encouraging them all but i think there's certainly uh, some students that uh, just like you said it's a card it was a it was a just a little more like just a little card i didn't think much of it and so look back and it's just like wow remember the mission that's all i said yeah <laughs> there are no words on it just remember the mission chris Isn't that's that, all you do it's amazing and uh, one of the things we i th I, th I heard and i i'm pretty sure we did this uh in our new university 1000 course was we had the students write themselves a note and you know write this to yourself a year from now that's a funny thing you mentioned now. that because when i was at sandy creek high school what they did was when we came in as a freshman from the middle school, they told us to write whatever you wanted to do. What do you want to accomplish in the four years you're here at high school? And so then we write what we want. We're just, you know, making jokes about it. But I was serious. I was like, I want to do this, 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 and this. And so then when we come back to our senior year, graduation comes. We're all like, yeah, you're good. They bring us in the room. Hey guys, here's your cards. And we look back on it, it's like, oh my God, it's just like that nostalgia feeling, just like, oh, I wanted this. Oh, look at this, I didn't even do that yet. And it's just like, oh, I did this. But it's just the fact that you get to see all those goals you wanted to set and to see if you hit them or hit, they didn't hit them or not. And it's just like, I want to, you know, do better next time. Yeah. So. And there's something about writing them down, even, even if you never look at them again. Right. The process of thinking about it and writing it down, putting it on paper, 
Uh, but then to have somebody come along like your mom every once in a while and just remind you, you know, don't forget. Right. There's a purpose. <laughs> you know, you might have a tough day. You might have a tough week. You might have a tough month. There's a purpose and you can do it. And yes. we believe in you. And uh, that's really exciting. And I, and, I, and I think that's what we're trying to build in the culture here. And that's why 6% more students freshmen stayed for their second semester because uh, they feel like this is a place that is encouraging them and supporting them and I want to again thank everybody congratulate everybody across campus that's engaged in this kind of behavior because as you hear Chris talk about it it's um, it, it it's a little things that, that just keep you going yes it does and, uh, keep you focused on the goal um, all right a couple more things uh, coming up, I want to make sure everybody is aware of Undergraduate Research Symposium is coming up on April the 12th. And uh, that means that uh, people that have submissions that want to present their work need to have their, uh, their uh, frameworks in by March the 8th. So uh, last year, coming up. <laughs> yeah, that's coming up. And last year was the first year we did the Undergraduate Research Day here on campus, focusing on, on GSW undergraduate research. And it was awesome. I mean, it really I enjoyed that one. I remember Silvio Pauli had us out doing, uh, doing blood work on the field and trying to just test our like numbers with running and how we recover fast from like just our stamina overall. Yeah. It was, it was really interesting to see the numbers afterward. It was. And, and that's the kind of great work that engages our students in the, uh, the process of learning and, and developing their own ideas and concepts. So, uh, we're, we hope that we have another great day. Uh, people need to get their abstracts in and, and make sure they're working towards that presentation. Wonderful, wonderful day on campus. I mentioned the Griffin Bell lectureship coming up uh, next week on Tuesday. Uh, again, that's Cedric Jennings. That should be a lot of fun. Um, coming up uh, tomorrow, as a matter of fact, as a, uh, in addition to preview day, we have two basketball games. Mm -hmm. Men and women are both playing. And uh, it's also Fan Fest out at the softball field. And uh, their season hasn't quite started yet, but they're getting ready to kick off. And uh, I saw yesterday that the team was picked seventh in the Peach Belt Conference, the highest preseason uh, ranking for our team uh, ever. And so we're excited about the, the ladies and their, their efforts. Uh, and Haley Tears, I know you know Haley. Haley Tears, uh, Fears the Tears. <laughs> that's right, preseason all-conference. Very excited, and I think if I've heard right, uh, a couple of home runs this year, maybe 10, and she sets the all-time NCAA Division II record yeah. for home runs. She's been not a star. Not conference record, not regional record, the entire NCAA Division II record for home runs. That will be a special day. Uh, we're knock on wood here mm -hmm. that she hits 10. <laughs> I don't want to jinx her, but uh, I, would, I would love to be there and watch her celebrate. Uh, that great accomplishment, but the whole team uh, is doing great. Coach Nikki Haley, Nikki does a great job with our yes, team, she does. and uh, really excited to to get a, get to see them on the field. And I know the baseball team is is uh, picking up uh, action too. We're starting to see them on the practice field. Their season will kick off. Uh, new coach, uh, a lot of new players, and uh, yeah, I had a great time with them when we were doing the headshots and pictures of them. It was they're really interesting. You got to look at the when you get the chance. They have like these nice seven seven second clips. <laughs> you get to see them swinging the bat and just doing goofy things. Well, I you know my son played baseball in college, uh, and 
baseball players, uh, they're, they're kind of dirtbags. You know, they, <laughs> they just like to be dirty. They like to be messy. They got long hair. They, you know, they're just funny uh, as a group. And so they are. It, it's fun to be around them. There are a lot of, they, they get onto each other. They kind of give each other a hard time more than, more than other sports. Yeah, I we think. have a great group of guys and too as yeah, well. So they're, they're a lot of fun. And uh, we certainly are excited to see them and watch that program build and develop. Uh, homecoming week is coming up. And uh, I think so. Homecoming Saturday is going to be March the second, uh, first or second, I uh, whatever so. that Saturday yeah. is. And uh, I know you know the you know the uh, theme this year. We just announced I think it's it. something to do with the '90s. Back to the '90s. <laughs> yeah, back to the '90s. I didn't know we left the '90s. That's the problem. That's when I grew up was in the '90s. Oh, I went well, to was, college kinda, in the '90s. I was born in the '90s. So. Oh my goodness gracious! <laughs> there's our problem right there. I think I'm still wearing clothes from the '90s, so I don't. I, I should be able to uh, fit right in. But, uh, you know, when I was, I thought homecomings were like poodle skirts and 50s type stuff. But mm-hmm. apparently uh, now we've decided that my, my formative years are now <laughs> what we hearken back to for homecoming. I would love to, to make see fun that of, talk to uh, Weaver. We'll we'll to, what's in the cup back then, too? Uh, yeah, <laughs> we'll have to break out some pictures of uh, 90s uh, Neil. And, uh, you know, in the, I think I was married to Christy in the 90s. So maybe we can get some pictures of Christy as well. Awesome. Um, hairstyles in the 90s were quite different. Can't wait uh, to see that. <laughs> <laughs> um, earlier uh, today, I had the chance to visit with uh, new members of the foundation board. And uh, they were here on campus for their orientation. And uh, again, I want to thank them for their work. Uh, The things that they do for the university are are really important and uh, help us manage uh, the foundation's resources and provide scholarships to students and and support to our faculty. So that was a lot of fun to get to meet the new members. And uh, I want to give a special shout out to uh, a couple folks over in our athletic department, uh, Christy Ward. Christy. Who is our associate athletic director and senior woman administrator. Uh, she's currently at the NCAA National Convention, and she will become at the convention the Peach Belt Conference representative on the Division II Management Council, the National Management Council. That is a big deal. She is uh, among the very, very top uh, management of the entire Division II. And our women's tennis player, Alex Rhodes, is going to be uh, designated as the new Peach Belt Conference representative on the Division II National SAC Committee. So that's the Student Athletic Advisory Council. And uh, so the fact that we have two uh, Georgia Southwestern people representing not just our university, but our conference on national uh, committees in the NCAA is unique and a great honor for us as an institution, but a really good honor for those two ladies as well. So we appreciate their work. And since we're talking about athletics, um, I, I've been many, meaning to mention this, and I know you know uh, Deborah Sloan. Um, what, she's a terrific lady, and you know, we all know that. Uh, but, when you, but when you go to a basketball game or a baseball she's game. She's always there. She's <laughs> always there. Uh, she's always taking tickets. Yes, she uh, is. Selling tickets. But the other thing that she does, and uh, that pound cake, pound cake. <laughs> um, every time I go in, I buy two pieces of pound cake, a dollar a piece. Um, I, she does before every game. She bakes pound cake cuts it up, puts it in individual uh, Ziploc bags, and then sells them for $2. I've never seen her run out. She probably does. But I, I'm just trying to think over the course of her career here. The dedication. How many pound cakes has she made? 
Um, four years of pound cakes for me. Uh, four years <laughs> for you. And, uh, and she's been doing it for a long time. And, and you know, what's so special is that she, she sells the pound cake. I, I know she covers her, whatever her uh, cost is to make the pound cakes, but then she donates all of the proceeds back all to the it. athletic department. And uh, I just want to thank Deborah for what she does and, and the way in which she does it, right? I mean, there's, you know, we, we ask people to find a way to make a difference. And she found a way that she enjoys, that it, that is something she can do. And I would imagine over the course of her career, she will end up donating back to the university thousands and thousands of dollars that just, support student just athletes. all from pound cakes. All from pound cakes. One dollar. So, uh, so we, make sure you grab some, please. Absolutely. And, and it's <laughs> They're terrific. really good. It's really it good. It's really good. And uh, so she, you know, that, those are the kind of things that I, I hope we can shed the light on and focus uh, some attention on those folks who are out there doing what they can in their own way to make a difference. And certainly uh, Deborah is one of those people and, and we're certainly uh, glad that, that she's part of the GSW family and we recognize her support. Now, I want we, we got just a couple minutes uh, left oh, and, no. I, and I wanna make, a, uh, I wanna make an announcement that we're very, very excited about. Uh, we are going to release uh, to, the, to the media uh, probably uh, either later today or next week. Um, Georgia as a, as a state needs more nurses. We know that there's a shortage of nurses. Uh, the state has, has uh, determined that we're probably about 3000 nurses short of where we need to be. Georgia Southwestern, uh, we have a great nursing program. Yes, uh, we, do. we, we graduate, uh, a lot of, of nurses and they pass their, their NCLEX test at a very high rate, higher than the national average. But, we have one admission time a year. We, we bring in 40 new students every year, uh, and it begins in the fall. And uh, we've been working very hard, been working with our foundation, and we are proud to announce that starting uh, next year, we will add a second enrollment period to our nursing program, and we will add an additional 40 students. That is a big time. So we're going to go from 40 nursing students coming into the program every year to 80 coming into the program every year. And so we are, we are so excited to be able to expand our program, to be able to meet the needs of the region and to help the state of Georgia, uh, hopefully close the gap on what we need. And we know that that's going to continue to grow because our population as a country is aging and the need for skilled healthcare workers is going to continue to increase. And I've seen, uh, just in the time that I've been here, some, some of our students that couldn't get into our program had to leave the university. Unfortunately, and, yeah. And we just, there's no reason, uh, well, I say there's no reason, there is a reason, but now now there's no reason. <laughs> we are able. We were able to identify some funding to expand our program, and we are gonna able to add an additional 40 seats. And so I hope that uh, every student that comes here that wants to get into the nursing program will have access, and we're gonna do everything we can to help them make sure they meet the academic criteria to get in well, they're doing that i see them staying up late to wake up the next morning for those clinicals so they shout work out to all those nursing students that i see at pines struggling staying up at night that's right keep on going and it's the you know it's those freshmen and the sophomores again we go back to that you gotta you gotta know what your goal is when you get here and so uh we have we have the guaranteed acceptance uh, program we call it the gap program so most institutions you have to wait until after your sophomore year you apply and you get accepted and, and many like ours are very competitive and not everybody gets in. 
And so with our program, we're, we're announcing the Guaranteed Acceptance Program. You come here as a freshman, and if you meet the right academic credentials, we guarantee you a spot two years from now. Wow. And so we are, we are working very hard to identify those students in high school that want to be nurses. And uh, we're going to put them in the GAP program and, and then provide them with the resources and support they need to make sure that they hit those academic benchmarks. And they'll, and they'll be ready to go, and they'll get into the program. And we'll, instead of having 40 a year, we'll have 80 a year. And uh, we're going we're gonna to try to uh, allocate some scholarship money uh, as well to try to attract those students. But uh, I want to thank uh, Dr. Daniel uh, and Suzanne Smith, our provost, for working very hard to uh, find a way to make this happen. Uh, we got together and I asked them, uh, how do we expand our program? How do we meet the needs of our community? And they came back to me very shortly and said, okay, this is what we need and this is how we're gonna do it. And uh, luckily we were able to provide those resources and uh, we're excited to make that announcement. Like I said, it'll be, uh, we'll make it public next week. And uh, that means next fall we'll bring in 40 and those students who don't get accepted will be uh, ready to go in the spring, spring program. The so they'll be yeah. able to stay here, uh, maybe take a class in the fall and get their grade point average up or cover some of the courses they haven't covered and then get right into the program. So it should be a good deal for hopefully our students and for our region and uh, certainly for the university. So excited about that. All right, Chris, we've had a good time having you here with us today. I had a great time, Dr. Weaver. It good. was wonderful being on the podcast and this is the first time we've called it the what's in the cup podcast what's in the so, cup <laughs> so today uh that's what was in the cup and uh, appreciate your sitting with us and, and talking with us and congratulations on me. a great college career uh, both as a soccer player uh, but as a student here at georgia southwestern you have done you have done this right <laughs> you have been involved you have been engaged uh, and you've been very successful and uh, there's something to be said for doing college right uh, and really enjoying the whole experience so i congratulate you on that thank you so much thank Dr. you for Weaver. being such an important part of the gsw community and uh, you know even though you graduate i'm coming back <laughs> never you're always I'm always you're here. always a part of the family and we want to see you back as, as often as you can make it and uh, this will always be your home and uh, everybody will always be proud of your accomplishments and we expect great things from you in the future thank you so much dr weaver all right folks uh, we appreciate your support we appreciate your ideas uh, and i appreciate that uh, you helped us name the what's in the cup podcast i encourage anyone that has some ideas uh, questions comments or issues they'd like us to cover to uh, send a note send an email come by and put a piece of paper in the cup and tell us what you'd like us to talk about and we'll see you next week